and welcome to another episode of The Jasmine Tea. I'm your host, Jasmine, and tonight we are recapping Bridgerton episode 8 with my co-host, Ms. T. Marie King. Hello, people. Hello. What's up? What's up? We are coming to you from the Sidewalk Film Center in Cinema in Birmingham, Alabama. Make sure you send all of your questions, comments, and observations to thejazzandtpc at gmail.com. And join us live in the comments now. We would love to hear back from you. So we're going to start off with our um, what's brewing section. Right. We're going to talk about what's been brewing out here on Beyonce's internet. What have the people been saying about Bridgerton episode 8? So number one, the Duke already has a difference. So over the weekend or sometime this week or whatever, Reggie, Jante, whatever his French name is, yeah. um, he was discovered or caught giving his girlfriend a hug. And her name's Emily Brown. And so people haven't really been too excited about Emily. One, because she exists. Okay. And then two, because they don't really feel like she's cute enough to be with him. They feel like he should be doing better. So, I mean... How you feel about the hateration going on out here? Well, it's real. Do you know anybody who may be disappointed by the fact that Duke already had I don't personally. <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there that may be disappointed. But, I mean, like, folks, I'm really like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And, yeah. I, and I get it. You know, he's an extremely attractive man. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure they can look and say, well, you need to be with somebody just as attractive. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Hey, couldn't the sheep float in his boat? So I this mean, is that though, like she's a soccer player, she's also a copywriter, so she's not just you know somebody oh. better in a coffee shop. But even if she was, right. that's, that's what we want. want. Yeah, that's what we want. Come on. So people are disappointed. Yeah, and real Emily Browns out here in the world are getting dragged and harassed <laughs> because people are like, "Are you this Emily Brown?" Or like, "Come on, we gotta be better with our detectives." Like, yes. oh. be, get your detective skills better. Get Baby, your please, get okay. your clues together. Please. Elevate people. Next up, we I did a quiz that said which Bridgerton character would be my <laughs> Now this one was based off of your charcuterie board picks. Mm-hmm. Like you create a charcuterie board on Dusty, mm-hmm. and from that they'll tell you who will be your Valentine. Yeah. So I got Prince Frederick. Um, I don't really know why I picked. You know, maybe some sweet things on my board. I don't know. I don't know if he'd be my type in real life. Yeah. Too soft. Um, but I got him. If you had to pick a Bridgerton character, who would you want to be your Valentine? I want Will. The monster. Yes. You know. I feel like he's a better snack than the Duke. Okay. He's just more man. We got some girls. Like giving somebody with some strength. Yeah. You know, or like what is it? Some strength. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> make him feel like you can hope. You know? Exactly. I like, feel like my hands are bigger than the Duke's. Like he's cute. He's fine. But I feel like the Duke is wearing skinny trousers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, European <laughs> But I like I like Will. I really yeah. like him. Yes. Like <laughs> All right, now Lori B. Lori Harvey and Uh-oh. Michael B. Jordan. You know they're together. Yeah. And I saw a meme that said, "Are they just out here trying to fool Lady Wilson?" <laughs> so they've been hot topics lately. I think it's legit. Like yeah. she got him on his Instagram, her Instagram. He got her on his Instagram. I think they really like each other. What yeah. I mean, anybody that'll rent out of the aquarium, for yes. you, you don't do that for just... Just because just, you like turtles. No. That's when you buy somebody a turtle. Exactly. You know, it's like, hey, I know you like these. Here's a yeah, turtle keychain. Yeah, exactly. You know, but you don't rent out the aquarium. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I think it's cute. You know, mm-hmm. let these folks live their best lives. I agree. You know, I think I think people want to be whistled down themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think people want to try to discover what it what's is. or what yeah, They yeah. want to be the ones to put that tea out there. 
you know, so they get the likes. And I also don't think either of them would waste their time pretending to date somebody. Like they're both yeah. young and attractive and can get probably anybody that they really want to choose. And she has. Right. You know what I'm she right. Honestly, so. I'm surprised they still together this long. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I really am. But I think she, if for that reason, I think she really liked him. I don't too. I don't. I mean, I ain't worried about him being sweet. He's already he's obviously sweet. I mean, he's worried. He's yeah, he's fine fine too. Yeah. That Alexa commercial Look, I really look a grown man. Like on that season of Insecure where they said um Lawrence is out looking like a provider. He's like, yes, that's what Michael Jordan's doing. Like beard attached and everything, grown in. Very mature. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah, they I was feeling that. Do your thing, Lord. All right, so now we're getting to our piping hot moments All right. the show. And those are like three or four moments that we really feel like stood out and made this episode sparkle. So we're going to start with Anthony deciding that he's finally <laughs> ready to find a wife. Now, I feel like he's just a little salty because Sienna just turned him down. She said she didn't want to be his, you know, high society lady. Yeah. Um, but can you understand where she's coming from when she said that? I really do. I think sometimes men get butt hurt because now you have decided I want to be with you. When I was actually, you know, second yeah, choice or not first choice. So now I want to be with you and let's figure out how to make this work. And she's like, you know, actually I chose myself. Yes. And I feel like that's what she it. did. You know, mm-hmm. it may not have been what we think or what people think is mm-hmm. best for her. But she was like, no, this works for me. Yeah. And this is what I'm going with. So I feel like she chose herself. I agree. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good lesson for him. Like, yeah. as someone who clearly is in this year with money or whatever, mm-hmm. it's privilege, just in a different area. But exactly. it's still privilege. Like, he gets to have his cake, you know, and essentially eat it too. Like, Daphne's out here being paraded around and she just got to find somebody. Right. Meanwhile, he's older than her and just clearly said, I'm not interested. I don't want to find nobody. Else. Right. And just allowed to parlay in the streets. Like, exactly. He has the luxury. He has the privilege yeah. to just do whatever. He does. You know. So next, Anthony's time on the market is going to be showcased next season. And since season two, he's going to be the star. Um, how do you think it's going to differ from Daphne's season here? Like we watched her as a woman go through her time on the marrying market. How might he is different? I don't know. He might be boring. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like. What else is there to see an answer? Like, yeah. unless we go back in time yeah. and see what made him really like this. We don't know much about him, yeah. You know, so maybe we get that kind of history of him. Yeah. But I feel like he's just gonna be boring. I yeah. really do. You know, he might be, you know, a little hole for a couple of episodes, but it's like. Yeah, I feel like the know. season's gonna start and we're gonna see him being a hoe. Yeah. Um, and then he's gonna find some girl that, like, you know, catches his attention, chase after her for a minute, <laughs> and then they'll probably get married at the end. Yeah, you know, I feel like it's gonna be like a typical rom com type situation. I don't know now. He might uh pull a runaway broom on her. Oh my now, god, that, that would be, would be exciting. That would that be, would be good. That would be good. <laughs> we have Yolanda commenting here saying she's not too excited for his season. We're not either too much girl. I'm just trying to think of now if he does pull a runaway groom, that would be good. Yeah. Just trying to think of some more exciting ways Shonda can spin this. Girl, I um, hope she's thinking too. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I would even start at the end. I would um, start with the climax of, okay, he's found somebody, we're planning this beautiful wedding, and then he did now use the rest of the season to take, tell what happened. Now that would be good. Look at that. Shonda Ryder, Shonda Land. Holly at your girl. Holly at your girl. So, how do you think, on that note, how does the rest of the cast like, play a role in it? Do you think Eloise is still going to be looking for Lady Whistle Down or Girl? Ben yes. is going to be sneaking off the paint art. 
Now see, that's who I want us to explore. I'm excited for his season. I need his to, well, he might be season three or something, mm-hmm. but he was very caught off guard. Yeah, yeah, you know, he was quirky. And yeah, like, and he was like, what y'all doing? Yes. This is new, yes. like, what is this? But I really hope to see, hopefully they'll, we'll see more character development mm-hmm. and maybe they'll make it um, entertaining for this time frame that it's gonna stretch mm-hmm. out, but yeah, I think old girl is gonna be still trying to figure out who yeah. was down to get us. Yeah, she's very caught up in it, and I mean it's right in front of her face. You know, right, right in front of her face. I'm telling you, the slap that she still won. <laughs> okay, so our second piping <laughs> hot moment: Lloyd Featherington is killed. Um, I do hope as the seasons progress, we get to know more about this family. Yeah. You know, about them as individuals, even Lady Featherington. I think she's pretty cool. Like, I mean, t- she treated Melina terribly. Yeah. About that baby. Um, but I still see her, even in her little wicked, twisted ways. <laughs> she's still a mama. She still wants Absolutely. her daughter to find her daughters to find somebody that's gonna be good to them. Take right. care of them. You know, whatever. But we see Lord Featherington be killed. Now, who do you think his estate is going to? Because he can't go to the women. And Lady Featherington looked shocked and afraid when she read the paper and saw who it was going to. Do you think it's a family member or maybe it's one of his foes from his gambling shenanigans? You know, good TV would be a foe. Um, better TV would be if this male heir appeared. I don't know. Oh, man. Look, really? Y'all be talking about that random baby? You know, it's like, hey, you know, we know you do this dirt and we know you got this kid yeah. over here. So we just go go and slap his own Especially after they treated Marina so wrong. That would exactly. be like, oh, come on, come on, So that would be interesting. Okay. Now, are you satisfied with how Marina's story kind of ended? I mean, we don't know if it's over. We don't really have a reason to bring her back, I guess. I wanted so much more yeah. from her story. I wanted to know more of her. Yeah. I would love to see an episode just dedicated to giving us some more information about her. Like why she came to their family, what was that about, you know, what was this relationship yeah, that she made It made you feel so, you know, on the family side of we're taking her in. No yeah. questions versus, you know, I'm waiting on this person, you know, and kind of seeing what's going on with him. Yeah. And how his family is reacting to finding out there's somebody somewhere with a baby. Yeah. You know, so I would love to kind of see more of her story. I think it was very light. Mm-hmm. And I felt she was kind of blown in. Yeah, she was. She was just like a bit of spice in the Featherington house. But yeah. like, she didn't really have much. The spotlight wasn't really on her too. Right. Like it was right. always just like a side story. But I feel like the story was so juicy or had so much potential. It, right. It deserved more time, like a little yeah. more attention. But so. you know, on television, you know, you have those times where folks, there's a potential of a character really taking off. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes people play it down because mm-hmm. it's like we don't want that to overshadow. That wasn't the point. Exactly. Right. was <laughs> not the star, y'all. Exactly. You know, we have seen this in history, people. Yeah. You know, we go back to the 80s. 227, you know, Mary Jenkins was supposed to be the star. And then here comes Sandra Clark. And we had issues. You know, so it happened so often. But I would love to see a deeper dive into her life and what brought her there. And then what's happening going forward. Okay. So, Yolanda wanted more of Marina's story, too. It was too clean cut for me. I mean, they did kind of just tie her up and ship her off at the end. Once her her lover's brother came in and, like, proposed marriage and stuff, which honestly was a saving grace because who, what was going to happen to her otherwise? 
Like Featherington's like they was about to throw her out in the streets or she was gonna be the maid or something. And then especially once the baby came, I don't think it would have got easier for her after that. So they disposed of her in the neatest way. They did. They did. Uh, I feel like we deserve more. You know, we really deserve more. So hopefully they bring that storyline back up. Hopefully. So of course in episode eight we find out that Penelope's lady was around. Yeah. Were you disappointed and like well, I mean not how'd you feel about it? I actually wasn't disappointed because one, I thought it was too soon. Yeah. If we're going to continue this story, then continue the mystery of who this person is. Mm-hmm. I think putting it out there, one, it was disappointed because of how annoyed she was yeah. to me in the show. But it was like, why would you end your season and go ahead and reveal, do that big reveal? Um, so I don't know how they're going to spin her story, but I, I really expected more. Yeah. Than, yeah. I felt like it was like some pretty little liars. Um, they always were hunting for A, like A was the evil person, and I feel like they just revealed who A was. Yeah, yeah. And now what do we do with it? And it was disappointing that it was Penelope because she really was. She was such a jolly little kind of annoying character. Like I just didn't see her. I want Lady Whistledown to be sassy and vindictive and messy a little, yes. a little yes. elusive, you know. And it just wasn't Penelope. And it's like, how are you getting all this around and going? I'm like, you wear the brightest colors of yes. anybody on yes. the show, and they, nobody, and nobody <laughs> But she's another guest on the show says she's like, that's like her curse though, you know, like she's yeah. she has to wear the yellow dresses, she has the red hair, she's thicker than the rest of the girls on the show, and yet she's still somehow being this ignored. Yeah, like she out here literally spilling all y'all tea. <laughs> in, in love with one of her closest friends, and nobody has any idea. Right, right. So maybe Lady Whistledown will get angry or take revenge or something next week. I don't know. I don't know. Murder in the Bridges. Yeah. Oh, I'm telling you. Maybe they can cut the season so much Okay. <laughs> Get this down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our third fucking hot moment is where Daphne has her baby at the end with Simon. It's a climactic time since we know Simon and all his daddy issues. He yes. daddy anyway. Um, but I felt like it was a little short because we didn't even see Daphne be pregnant. Right. Like, we didn't even, it's like one second they made up, you know, after she raped him. Now we're back liking each other again. And now we blink and she pushing out a baby. Right. I would have liked to see more of their relationship, I guess, or something. Did she want pimples? Did she throw up? Like, you want to see the whole pregnancy? I just felt a little cheated. I wanted to see, we didn't see a baby bump for real or nothing. No, we didn't. You know, I really, it was, it was like, it felt like we gotta do something. Mm-hmm. Like we gotta show this end of this piece, mm-hmm. which I get. But I feel like they could have just dragged that on into the next into season. the next season. Yeah, it felt like a, a rush, a, a bit rushed in the final episode. Yeah, like, let's tie this up. Let's explain that. But yeah, it just it, it felt, felt like finish like, It felt like that painting they were you know posing yeah. for. It was like what are we doing? Yeah. Why we can't pose? You know. Yeah. <laughs> so how do you think that Beef will be a better father to his child? Ladies, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Just because you have a baby with this man who got that who got daddy issues, don't mean they gonna be a good dad. He has things he needs to deal with. That baby popping up on the scene is not gonna erase his issues and challenges. I mean, I see him becoming what he hates so much. Ooh. You know, and that in itself would be an interesting storyline of him catching himself repeating the cycle. Because that's typically what happens. If you don't get 
the help that you need or you deal with your challenges. So I see him just being the same as his dad. Mm -hmm. Trying to be a father, but not really knowing what to do with it because I didn't have that example. Now that would be nice. That would be something I'm interested in. I'd be interested in because I do feel like we got, you know, they got their fights or whatever. But I do think we got to see like good acting, family acting in the first season. Yeah. To have them like stressed out, kind of frustrated, a little feuding parents in the yeah. season, that would be nice. That would be a fun storyline. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it's an opportunity to really kind of get more of Daphne mm-hmm. because I think we really got a light version mm-hmm. of her. You know, yeah. so, no, let's see you trying to be this parent to this child that you completely adore. But you got this husband that you love who's like, uh, I, I think y'all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think y'all. Yeah, I do. If I have to, I'll deal with the little dude. Yeah. <laughs> so, as new parents, um, they're, just, they're newlyweds and new parents. That was something that got to me. Yolanda says since he didn't feel, he's going to hand it down. Yeah. Right on the money. You right here with T. Marie. What happened? Pulling it in. I didn't even think about that. That's a good point, y'all. I was just hoping, you know, hoping it would get better. Yeah, but that's what we right, did. Though. He did no work. He did no work. Like, Dad, no work. Work. telling him. She tried. She tried. She tried. I saved you from your daddy. Like, I'm trying to help yeah. you. You know, but I think sometimes pain is so strong that folks don't know how to operate outside of it. Mm-hmm. But a baby don't change that. You know, and yeah. so all we got is that you're gonna keep them if you have one. Maybe it's just more weight, it's just more responsibility. It's already exactly. not working, it's just more you. Okay, and now we're trying to work it out and change the diaper and take somebody mm-hmm. to grandma's house and make sure we got those. Somebody can be on the episode of Fatal Attraction. Yeah, I'm gonna stop playing for <laughs> snap. I always feel like if I even feel something, I would be like snap. It's I just feel like 
I don't know. I wouldn't watch it because, I mean, it's just not appealing to me at this time. But I feel like you might be able to catch the millennial men um, and some yeah. of the women. I do feel like the nostalgic aspect of it, they'd like to see it. Um, but it needs to be a highly diverse case. It needs to be like one white person. <laughs> just one and maybe another person that's like have something else in white but full white and I was just going through one person. Okay. Alright, the boondocks. Now that's coming back and it's in the works of talking about a reboot. Okay. You love the boondocks? I, boondocks is my stuff. Like, I don't necessarily think it needs to be a reboot. I think there needs to be a continuation. Aaron okay. Gruber owes us for the Obama and the Trump years. <laughs> yes. I need all oh of those episodes. The boondocks to a Trump or even Obama oh, era, but on. Trump in particular? Oh, what would Riley be saying? Okay. Regina, suck your off box. Get your boys ready, girl. Damn it. I was sitting back sometimes like, I wish there was a boondocks oh, episode. Man, yeah. Like this right here. Yeah. You know, from his episodes on FEMA, mm-hmm. you know, his episodes on. Um, Girl, what was it? Uh, they tried to kidnap Oprah. Yeah, my Angelou, the one with Dr. King, was in a coma and he didn't actually get killed. It's like this stuff is so relevant, and I'm like, we, we missed this on yeah. Obama and Trump, and I think he owes us for that. So yeah, come on, like Aaron. Okay. So another show that is in the talks of being created is kind of spin off of Blackish, Oldish. So we'll take Dre's parents, um, Monk, whatever her name is, Pops. And create a show called Oldish. They need to stop ish. Yeah. Like, I think we have done what we could do. This is like a great concept. Love yeah. it. But you ain't got to ride everything until the wheels fall off. Yeah. I don't think I would watch Oldish because I don't know what it would be about that would excite me, especially not a continued season, like season one, season two. Mm-hmm. And I also don't think the people who are Oldish would tune in. Like, I don't think they're watching Blackish or nothing right now. Like, my right. grandma, she watched this. I don't know no. what she watching, but mm-hmm. it ain't this. No. Nah. And I get it, but no. Yeah, we always had grownish and mixedish. I think we need to. And I was trying with mixedish. I, you know, I watch it because I just support lots of things. <laughs> but the little girl on there is cute. Rainbow's little sister. She's funny. She reminds me of Diane from Blackish. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's all right. Um. Yeah. I we really the whole like hippie commune thing with her parents. Yeah. And her like, mom. I get it, and it's funny, but it's like, yeah, we're good. Yeah. We're good. It was enough. Grownish, y'all could have just thought it grownish, honestly. Um, I like that. Another um, Spanish spin off that's coming in the works is House of Dragons. Now, this is supposed to be a prequel to Game of Thrones, and it's supposed okay. to focus on just the Targaryen dynasty before they went over and tried to take over uh, okay. the area. Okay. Um, well, I stopped at season three. That's what it is. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. I ain't listening. Okay. I stopped at season three, so I would say uh, maybe a prequel would be cool. But yeah, I probably wouldn't watch. So Game of Thrones was one of the first things I needed to watch when okay. quarantine was happening. Because I was like, oh, we got a few weeks off. Yeah, I can yeah. finally watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, that was, I mean, it's it was just. But what got me on Game of Thrones? When he kept the little boy out the window. Bruh! <laughs> yeah, like, very beginning. That was episode one. I was like, so this was that episode one? That was good for first and second yeah, season. Yeah. Then season three, I was like, okay, y'all just lost me. It was a lot. Um, it was the most um, exhilarating disappointment of my life. Wow. So, like, okay. it, I was really into it. And then those last just came on three or so seasons was just, and the ending was just, 
Okay. So if the same people who wrote Game of Thrones are going to be writing this prequel, put your pen down, close the laptop, <laughs> just go home. We're Y'all done. need new people if this is going to happen. Wow. Otherwise, just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. All right, and our last one is a Sex in the Cities reboot called And Just Like That. Okay, so, like, I watched Sex in the City. Not when it was on, but, like, later. I'm not here for it. Like, if we're going to see some women kicking it older, like, bring back Little Single. Like, I would love to see them. What Khadijah and Maxine them doing? Flavor should be, like, bigger than this. Exactly. Exactly, and now they're virtual and digital, and she's doing all this major stuff. Like, that's what I want to see. Um, especially since they really didn't get they just do when they were on in the first place. Mm-hmm. But Sex in the City, mm, nah, I think we're good. We can pass. Yeah, I never watched Sex in the City. I tried to watch it during quarantine. I just couldn't connect. Like, as a writer, to see Carrie living in this like luxury apartment, buying all the things, like, oh no, they're not paying you. But see, this is the thing. If we're gonna talk about sex in the city, let's talk about it. Because this toxic relationship you was in with this oh, man all these years. Yeah. You know, like sis. Yeah. <laughs> Dominic yeah. City. Like, let's talk about that. You know. Even like, the movies. I watched the Sex and the City movies. I didn't watch the show. And I was okay. sitting there like, did I just not have enough critiques or something in the beginning to make this make sense? <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I would be fine if they didn't do that again. Yeah. Um, Christina says facts. Um, Christina also says she likes mixes. They bring up good issues. They do. I just don't feel like they really work them out well or like resolve them. The only thing worth mixes for me was Mark Paul. Oh, yeah. That was the only reason. I grew up on Saved by the Bell, so I was here for that. But like that. This is weird, girl. And the granddad on there is really racist. Like, he's super racist. And he's from Alabama. Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, Cara says she hasn't watched it either. I'm guessing she's talking about mixish. It's, I mean, you good, girl. Yeah, it's really not that many countries on. Carmen said, big. Not sure what was big, but we just realized. Um, And that relationship was toxic. Who was talking about? Any other relationships actually in these shows have been toxic. Absolutely. Um, I can get on that. Even on Boondocks. Yeah. Violet Human had a very toxic relationship with Grey Man. It was just very disrespectful. (laughs) And I probably would be in the grave talking about (laughs) Grey Man and stuff like that. And I'm sure they would hear the grave. But yeah, it was more entertaining. Yeah. And it just felt more realistic. I guess that's because it really dealt with what was going on. Yeah, I feel like that's what kind of gets me about mixtures. Like they're talking about good topics and things, and yes, they're addressing them. And I do appreciate being able to see things from a mixed child, a mixed family's point of view. Like I think that's what they were trying to hit at. Oh, Big was Carrie's boyfriend. Oh, she was saying Big Big. as in Big the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was totally trash, Carmen. He was super toxic, and he like he just. I don't feel like he was ever really fully invested. In the mm-hmm. way that Carrie needed or wanted him to be, because yeah, she just yeah, and she just okay, like played along with you. Yeah, okay, so, so let's talk big as Anthony. Mm-hmm. They the same person. You okay. ain't got to be invested. Oh, they be the man. Ain't got, got to be the, Ain't got to be invested. So I'm gonna do what I do because you gonna be there anyway. Yeah, and that's what that's exactly how you treat. And I picked that up just from only watching the movie, like. It seemed like Carrie was working too hard to make him be committed yeah. and buy in and like exactly. her. 
I'm like, girl, you're grown. You're and you're grown. pretty and you can take care of yourself. You got friends. Like, yep, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you living in New York and ain't been put out. Like, yeah. baby, live your best life. He was treating her like a yo yo. Oh, I want your attention now. I'm done. And no matter how many guys she looked and got with, she would always try to find her way back to him. I didn't know that. Big had been married three times before. <laughs> Big was Carrie's boyfriend that left her at the altar. Now, I did mm-hmm. see that leave her at the altar. Mm-hmm. That was trash. Her out there in the street making money. Mm-hmm. Facts. Go ahead. Girl. <laughs> come on. That's an arrangement. I think in 2021, we'll call it an entanglement. Ooh, come on with Jada's language. Carrie wanted a husband, and Big was my husband material. Y'all, are y'all still letting me break down sex in the city on DJ's TV next season or something? Because um, she had that, what was it, that Italian man? Y'all yeah. me out. I think it was an Italian man or something she was with. And he wanted to trick her well, lavish her, and she just and didn't she handle it. She had to keep going back to bed. I'm telling you, you need to be more like Sienna. Choose you. Yeah. Choose you. Sienna did choose herself, and Carrie did not. She choosing looks, you know, what it looks like on the outside. And what she wanted it to be. It felt a whole lot like she was dating potential. Like she had this image in her mind. Yep. Remember how Liv, when she used to talk, to talk about fits in the future, she was talking about like, oh, we're going to get a house with a month. Yeah. We're going to make jam. Like that's our perfect little image. Yeah. It seems like Carrie had some picture in her mind where yeah. her and Big were like, you know, happy-go-lucky in New York living their life. But that went with that man was working the Lord. Not at all. Samantha yeah. was my favorite. Olivia says we do. She loves sex in the city and... So Olivia thinks that Carrie should have married Aiden. I don't know who Aiden is. Who is Aiden? He was cute. He was cute. Carmen says Samantha was her favorite. Is Samantha the redhead or was Samantha the one that was always having sex? Or are those the same people? I'm sorry, I started reading this. Ooh, you can't date potential. You cannot date potential. We talked about that a bit, Carl. Um, potential is not tangible. And I say that as someone who dated a lot of potential before, like it's I mean, you can date potential. You can't build nothing with potential, though. That's it, true. If you got potential, I also need to, you know how to say faith without works is dead? Mm-hmm. I feel okay. like potential is the faith part. Mm-hmm. But I need to see, okay. yeah, I need to see, are you working with it as right. well? Like, are you trying to build to whatever this potential is here? Do you have goals? Okay. You know, are you, do you have action items? So you, what are you achieving? I almost threw in another TV show, but I ain't even going to cross over like that. What are you achieving out of here? <laughs> I think y'all were tuning in. I like your comments. Samantha is the free bird. Oh, she was free, all right. <laughs> okay, well, we will definitely put Sex on the City for the list to recap um, or talk to talk through on another season of DJs. We, okay, see, I'm just jumping in all on your stuff. Mm-hmm. But we should do an episode of women friendship shows. You know, because you got living single, you got sex in the city. You know, yes. I would I love, love to explore the relationship between Gina and Pam. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think there's some. Oh, see, that's good. We were just sitting here trying to think about what we can do for future seasons. So, yes, I appreciate the feedback. Yeah, I like so. that a lot. No, 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 yeah. Talk about women and friendship. Women and friendship shows. Okay, great. Right. They wouldn't even want someone to say, I have potential. <laughs> Samantha, like was doing, Samantha was doing the sex. The red hair was the red. Okay, so all right, all right. Samantha was the one I was thinking about. Then she yes. was the one. She had like the jazzy clothes and was jet setting and things. The boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. The red hair was Miranda. Was she kind of approved? 
I mean, well, she was just different. Okay. She was different. If I don't remember correctly, I think she ended up having a baby oh. with a weird guy that I don't think she really wanted to be with. But, oh. you know, well, we babies. all they always make decisions that we look back and yeah. be like, okay, I drank too much that night. Babies are forever. Or, yes. Ooh. Okay. Yes, Marie, I'm down for it. Let's do a sister circle thing. Lovely. When I put it on Facebook, don't forget you said these things. <laughs> all right. So now we get into our games and guesses. Okay. Oh, well, that was our game. Now we'll do our guesses. So, do you think Eloise is ever going to figure out that Penelope is Lady Whistlemouth? That's her best friend. Girl, no. She, <laughs> she, that ain't best friends because she, you should know your friends. Yeah. You should know your friends. And she's a horrible detective. So, I hope they find her somebody good that can take care of her. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. Now, some of, the pe- some of the viewers think Eloise and Benedict are gay. Like, by the time we get to their scenes, we're going to see them explore relationships with men or women. Uh, how do you be like interesting, that? but I just think she's slow. Like, I, just, <laughs> I mean, she on that, she on the short carriage. Like, I don't see her. <laughs> I just think she's young and maybe excited about. Oh, the queen asked me to do this, and really, I think I was saying last, what the last episode? What else do they do with their day? Like, once they wake up in the morning and put on all them clothes, yeah, still, what do you do? Sit around waiting on flowers. Like, maybe good. this is, maybe this is her only thing. That's yeah. why she's so. We all gotta have some. Okay. Gotta have some. Okay, so next, do you think the Featheringtons are gonna be kicked out the house? Do you think they're gonna be out in the streets, or this person just gonna make their life hell? Well, that's t- that's the TV way. You gotta put them out. Mm-hmm. They gotta leave because everybody gotta see that struggle of this and happening. You know, lost your husband. Oh, now they're being put out. So now you need to talk to the town again. Yeah. But this chick is bad, so I think she gonna find a way to move maneuver her way back into yeah. the place. I don't think Lady Featherington is no punk. Oh, no. She should not be under this. They don't need to be sleeping on her. Let's see. I vote no for the gay thing. I think Elise is just young and busy. Yeah, she do be talking about like, um, I want to go out and get my own money. Like she be telling Penelope, like we can do our own thing. Like yeah. what's the thing? Oh, she gonna have to leave the area. Carla <laughs> said, not all them clothes. They be looking hot. Them dresses look thick. It looks like your worst Easter going up. Um, and they ain't got man place to stay. Carmen said, hell yeah, Penelope, Penelope don't care because she got money. That is true. Privilege. Is true. It the is privilege. True. And that's why, maybe that's why Eloise hasn't figured out that she's Lady Wilson either. Like, she's yeah. so caught up in her own world. She's not even noticing her friend over here and the struggle she may be going through. Like, she doesn't even know Penelope has a crush on her brother. Okay. Let's see. Nah, she's about to make it work. She ain't leaving that house. Yes, Deanna. Featherington. Lord Featherington is dead. You gotta watch episode eight, girl. His gambling deeds caught up with him. That's a that episode. I want to see who whooped his ass. I want to see how this went. He like, I want to see, you know, all the beforehand. Yeah. You know what led up to this? Because I thought they were gonna be okay. He convinced Will to lose the fight. You know, got some money. I thought it was gonna be all right. Mm-hmm. All right. And our last guest. Do you think Anthony's gonna get back with Sienna? Now, I don't think he's gonna end up with her, maybe. But do you think they might, you know, swing back around for reminiscing? Well, you know, that always come back. You know, we all are guilty of somebody showing they the rear of their head back in yeah, our lives. Yeah, me you know? and me like boomerang. Yeah, sometimes we catch them. You know, sometimes we never let it go again. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I think he may show back up in her life. Mm-hmm. She may tour around with it, but I think she's set for where she is. Yeah. And plus, she already had another guy. Like, she was telling him, this man over here accepts me right now today just as yeah, I am. I saw him walking through steps. Yeah. Casually. Like, Casually, just Don't to let you know I'm here, but not to even to address you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, she good. She's good. 
They're saying the audience agrees. No, she don't want him. I believe Olivia says, scroll back up a little bit. Olivia says she believes they shot him in that room once they knew he threw the fight. I thought he got poisoned. That's what I'm saying. That's why we need to see. We need to see it all. The best was last scene was at the park after the dude beat up her. I agree. I agree. He threw he threw hands. Um, did we not did we see the body? (laughs) We saw we know he did. Okay. We don't know nobody. Yeah. Like, but don't leave it alone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the body. The That's body. The, yeah. That's the, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in to DJ Tea. This is our season finale. So in the meantime, in between time, we're going to be showing you guys bonus episodes from our guests. So T. Marie and I are about to switch over and do her bonus interview in just a few moments. If you have a show that you'd like us to review or a movie or an idea, please, you can drop it in the comments right here or email it to djasmintpc at gmail.com. Thank you so much for coming, Team Marie. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. Thank y'all for tuning in and chatting with us. See y'all later. Thank you guys for tuning into this bonus interview of the jasmine t i'm your host jasmine and we are going to get to know miss t marie king a little bit better if you live in birmingham there's no way you do not know at least of her if you are just somehow lost in the sauce do a quick google search she's out here making the moves and doing the work to make the city you live in a better place and the world as well so in a little if you could give us like a kindergarten version of like what you do because i know it's a lot what do you do in simpleton terms i talk to people okay <laughs> that was real real simple what do you talk to them about so let's go over a couple of grades mm-hmm. um so i deal a lot in racial justice and equity work. okay you know so my goal is to create a space for people to have difficult conversations um in a way that's productive I think too often we see things political happen, we see injustices, things happen in our communities, and we pick our sides. Mm -hmm. And so our conversations are not productive. And so my goal in my work is to make sure we can have these productive, hard, and difficult conversations, but in a way that moves us to solutions. Um, So Yeah, so in a nutshell, that's kind of what I do. The key word in there was productive. Yes, yes. Okay, how would you say activism has been impacted by the pandemic, or has it at all? I actually got busier. Um, And I thought, oh, pandemic, I'm going to be able to rest a little bit. Everybody going to sit in the house and be good. Girl, I was ready. You know, I'm raised latchkey kid, you Mm -hmm. know, so I know how to be by myself. (laughs) So I was like, this is going to be perfect. I get to rest. And unfortunately, after the murder of George Floyd, like, I literally, people were in my DMs on all my social media. People were texting me. I mean, I'm getting these random texts. I'm like, who is this? And people were like, we need to talk. My office needs to have a conversation or whatever, whatever. And I literally, I've been doing this work probably five years and never had to get a website. And literally over that weekend, I put a website together, threw it up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, everybody go here. Yeah, you can just <laughs> because centralize you, it. Yes, get off my phone. Yeah, leave get off my phone. See, I box people, so. Girl, and I was trying to be nice, yeah. you know, but it was like, <laughs> hey, I need y'all to go this route yeah. so that I can actually process and see what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But it, it, it really just hyped up. I did 86 virtual conversations wow. last year. Wow. 
Wow. So we were talking a little bit earlier about like shaking the table versus yeah. flipping it. When you look at the future of like, you know, our lovely little world here. Yeah. Um, and things that need to be done. How is it looking for you? Do you think our generation coming up, what do you think their impact will look like? Or are they concerned? <laughs> you know, it's, it's so sad. I always tell people like these fourth, fifth and sixth graders, I have so much love for you. Like if you have a fourth, fifth or sixth grader at home, love that child. They're gonna make a difference in this world. Mm -hmm. I think right now, so many people have been tainted. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people are scared to have those hard conversations with their family. Definitely. So I have conversations sometimes with college students who they get it, they see how jacked up it is, mm -hmm. but I'm not willing to risk that severing of the tie with my family yeah. if I bring this up and stand hard on it. Yeah. And I get it. Like I'm not telling you to go, you know, get rid of your family and be like, I'm I ain't talking about doing all that. But it's like, but you do have to make a choice mm -hmm. of how you are gonna show up in the world, especially when it comes to situations around equity, injustice. Yeah. Like you gotta make a decision. And especially pertaining to how you lead your household like even if you recognize okay the place i came from yeah really not up in the times they're not the best but you still have the responsibility and the power to decide how you live your life personally and you know in your own house absolutely whatever family you're building or want to create exactly you know. because your kids are watching you yeah you know and a lot of people say well we don't believe that or we don't do that yeah but they're watching your actions mm -hmm. so you may say you're colorblind you may say you like everybody mm -hmm. But you ain't got no friends that's black, Hispanic. Your kids are not seeing you doing that interaction. Our kids are probably doing more of that. Yeah. They probably have more diverse relationships yeah. than their parents. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you're telling them one thing, you're modeling something else. And we got to get those things to be a little bit more closer mm -hmm. to being it. You know, so I always ask people, you know, does your ideal self and your actual self match? Mm -hmm. And if they don't, then you need to do some reflective work. Because it's yeah, easy for I us like to that. say, Oh, I'm a good person. Yeah. You know, or I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. But is that actually how people experience you? Yeah. And if that's not really how people experience you, then you need to do some reevaluation. Mm, that sounds like you got to be in a pretty humble, open place. Ooh, okay. Do some listening and some accepting there. Okay. Oh. Okay. So when you're not out here saving the world, how do you how do you spend like your? I always do air quotes because as of the older I'm getting and more, you know, adulting I'm doing here, I feel like free time <laughs> okay. might be an illusion. Sometimes. <laughs> so Sometimes. how do you, what do you like to do in your free time here when you're not, if you get some moments where you're not working or planning for working? Like I remember I touched base with you at one point and you were like, I just planned out my month, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, so the pandemic has been hard for me because I love going to concerts. Oh. So that's one of the ways I refuel. So yeah. I had so many concert yeah. tickets purchased mm -hmm. for 2020. I got in four though. Okay. I got four in and then we got shut down. Man, um, you be moving then. If you got four in January, February. Yeah, girl. I did. March. I did. Paula Abdul. I went and saw her in Vegas. Uh -huh. uh, the Whalers. Jill Scott. Ooh, just that. And the one I have now, if I would have missed this one, you would have a different team Maria on this show. Mm -hmm. But Celine Dion. Ah. So I got Celine in before. Where did you I got, see her? Is she at Vegas? As no, well? I saw her in Memphis. Hmm. Okay. Yes, baby. I was, oh, it was everything All right. I needed to so be. So at least you got, you need but to get I, I, I got four in. Um, but I love concerts, but I'm also a movie nut. So mm -hmm. anytime I can sit down and watch movies and television, like, that's how I binge out. That's how I review. Okay, we're gonna pause because for some reason my eye running and my mascara just cracking on up for a day. 
You say I'm so done, I'm tired. Yeah. Whatever, however many hours Cover Girl said it worked, I think we must have hit. Okay. All right. So, you like movies. What has been some of your favorite? Do you have a favorite quarantine movie or one you discovered during this time? It's like, oh, okay. I'm just feeling that. Mm, I almost pretty much watch anything. But. What about some animated movies? Have any of those stuck out? What have I really been into? Like I'm big on documentaries. Okay. So I watch a lot of documentaries. Uh, man, I just stopped. I just finished watching The Lady and the Dale. Mm-hmm. It's on HBO Max, and it's about this this woman who um, was transgender who set out to build a three wheel car. A three wheel car. Yeah. It's why? Because like I mean I why not? <laughs> okay. <laughs> But it was very interesting, but when she was a man, she he did a lot of like illegal stuff. He like mm-hmm. had these kids and like decided, you know, oh watch your lamb as a woman. Uh-huh. But I also wanted to engineer this car and like was living their life but still running from the cops. Like, I mean it was very Now this does sound <laughs> intriguing. It sounds like, you know, this might be a little mastermind over here. Yeah, so that was I just finished that at last episode. That was actually okay. very entertaining. That um, does sound pretty cool. So I said check that out, but it's been a lot of good documentaries. I just recently watched uh, MLK FBI. Yes. That was very interesting. Um, okay. It was it just really showed how fascinated J. Edgar just was with black change makers. It's not really surprising. It's <laughs> like you ain't got no, nothing else to do. <laughs> ain't no other issues it's you need to be solving. All of your time. So right. you sitting up here got people bugging somebody room, mm-hmm. you know, staying a step ahead of them. Mm-hmm. It, it was just fascinating that you get that caught up with a person, you know. But obsessed, uh, like Mariah Carey said, "Why are you so obsessed?" Okay, with all right. Mm-hmm. Okay. She said, I'm down at the A. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm out at Jermaine. And you sitting up yes. there. <laughs> and you sit up here still press. Okay. Now, a lot of people now, documentary-wise, have been talking about the Britney Spears documentary. Have Britney. Yes. Have you had a chance to watch that? Or that I watched a little bit you? of it. It hasn't interested me, but give that girl her freedom. Yeah. No, I definitely. Like, definitely let that go. That. Let, let that girl be great. Even if she does get her all of her money and just... You know, flush it down the school, it's her. That's how much she made it. it She was hit me, baby, one more time. Womanizer, she did all of that. You know, good. (laughs) I used to have that CD riding in my car on rotation when I was in college. So, give that girl her money. She earned it, you know. Yeah, I think she does need to be um, (laughs) emancipated. She needs to be liberated Mm -hmm. from her daddy. Yes. Okay, so since we just finished recapping Bridgerton episode, well, episode eight, wrapping up the season here, and I know you love watching films, what would your urban film critic review be <laughs> of Bridgerton? It's not a film, but yeah. let's just play in our mind. Bridgerton, I would give it overall four black power fists. Okay. A couple of condoms. <laughs> some dental dam. Definitely all of that. <laughs> um, and a real bookie that ain't gonna get you killed. <laughs> Amen. There, I think. I think that was right on time because 
Yeah, all of that was needed. Girl. They, yeah. They, but the first they might have been, you know, just dating and fooling the folks. But once they started having sex, they, they, was, really, having they was happening. Sex. They was happening. They I was, was like, I know it's cold outside, but y'all out there. Like, I, hey, look here. Some people just look, don't care. But, look mm-hmm. here. I feel like I would have been like, the grass? Right. Like, you know, know, find a bench or some gazebo. Like, this is not. Different strokes. This is not how I get down. Yeah, right. Right. I was like a blanket. <laughs> Something. Here Something. Go. You didn't come from that. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you guys for tuning in to this bonus interview. If you have any questions, you can find T. Marie on social media. She also says she has a new website. We're going to drop that information right below the screen and in the description of this video. Continue to send all your questions, comments, and observations to djasmintpc at gmail.com. And I will see you in season two. Bye, friends. A wrap. It's a wrap. <laughs>